0: This is Patrick and Vanessa Zangardi, and you're listening to Demand and Brand. The podcast where we cover marketing trends and techniques to help you succeed in marketing. Hey everyone, it's Patrick. We're gonna do a short little Zangardi Bites episode today. Um, boy, Vanessa and I have been traveling like crazy over the last month, and we've spent more time, I think, in separate states, let alone in the same uh, home office here. So uh, we're gonna get back on track on doing these conversations together, but today we're gonna to do a short little episode on content calendars and the integral role that they play in keeping yourself organized as you're thinking of content as part of your marketing strategy. We always talk about how important it is to have a marketing strategy. We always harp on the importance of using content as really that pillar, that hub. If you go back to one of our episodes and blog posts that we talked about, the hub and spoke model, um, content's always the hub of your marketing strategy. and. A content calendar is going to help you keep yourself organized, keep yourself honest, meaning actually like staying committed to creating the content that you want to promote. And it's going to help you just really make sure you actually do what you said you're going to do. So um, let's jump in. Why don't we? One of the things that, especially as we're thinking about small marketing teams, we, we see a lot of common pain points. One being, you just get pulled in so many different directions, either from company leadership or from sales team asking for certain things that they want to put on social or um, some news or change in the industry, whether that's um, social media or if that's something that's happening you know in the um, just in the the, the public eye a lot of times that can pull you off track and um, make it a little bit more difficult to stay on the course that you've set in your overall strategy. So pain point number one is you get pulled in so many different directions. Um, Pain point number two is when you don't have a plan for what your content will be and what you're trying to communicate. A lot of times that just creates boring, unengaging content. Um, This one, everybody's going to believe in, I think it's sometimes just really difficult to stay organized and consistent. The good thing is that a content calendar, and when it's built in conjunction with your overall content strategy and your marketing strategy overall, will really help to alleviate the pains um, in getting pulled in too many directions, not knowing what to say or creating content that just really doesn't hit the mark. And third, staying consistent and organized. I know that for us and for the clients that we work with, whenever we have a good, well thought out, and manageable content calendar, it actually means we're going to do the work that we want to do. I'm going to say that again. When we created a content calendar for ourselves and for our clients, it actually holds us accountable to doing the work because we don't have to wing it every week. We don't have to think, oh boy, what do I want to talk about in this podcast? Or what do I want to send in this week's email? We already know because we've mapped it out. So it helps us to create A lot of consistent content and help us to actually know kind of what we're setting out to do so benefits consistency right it helps you plan it helps you to collaborate as well the best content is not just created in a vacuum by a content writer or by a marketing person it's created with the perspective and the insight of multiple people throughout the organization and so having a content calendar that allows for you to Uh, share it with people in your organization to get more feedback or to get some expertise that you want to add in to the um, to the content that you're planning to post is tremendously valuable if you keep everything in a vacuum in your own head or even just within the four walls of your marketing department um, and and you don't share with others or don't have the ability to share with others um, you you could be holding yourself back by not having more perspective, and more information to share. And then lastly, in this uh, kind of benefits little segment I want to chat on, it's time management. Nothing's worse than just sitting down and saying, I don't know what to do. And then you kind of get that over analysis paralysis where you're like, what should I work on? What should I write? What's most important? And then like kind of nothing gets done. Or maybe you move 10 things ahead 10% of the way where it's much more valuable to add like one thing all the way to 100, right? So having a content calendar is one way that you can help yourself to get more done and to plan your time out more effectively. Some best practices in actually creating that calendar, we always like to recommend you create a workflow. And so what we'll do is um, create a plan, like topic pillars, content pillars, which is what we spoke about in our last episode, and then build content topics or subtopics around those pillars. And we'll create that and we'll map those out for maybe a handful of months in advance on a week-by-week basis, understanding what topics and subtopics we want to talk about. We do this not to kind of set it in stone and say like, okay, for the next six months we know exactly what we're writing, but so that we know these are the topics that are important to us to share and important to our audience to learn from. And just by having that framework or that rubric kind of put out and, um, and laid out for us, we're able to stay a lot more organized, and we're able to actually establish a workflow for creating the content, editing the content, publishing the content, and distributing the content. Remember, we always talk about marketing miles per gallon, and that's where we take, in essence, one long-form piece of content—could be a blog post, could be a webinar or a video or a podcast—and we break it apart into multiple smaller segments for use on social, or to create an email newsletter out of, or to you know create another piece of marketing content from. So by having this kind of workflow in place, you're able to really see ahead of the curve and you can understand, hey, I'm creating this content on whatever topic. What are the smaller pieces of content that I can make based on that one large pillar piece? When you're creating your content, I already kind of mentioned this, but I'm gonna reiterate it. It's really important that you categorize the content, not just by the pillar or the topic that you're posting, but also the purpose or the reason for the content Is it, um, let's say, educational content? Is it persuasive content, maybe for somebody who's more bottom of funnel or more sales ready to get them to take uh, the next step into a buying decision? Or is it just straight up information based um, where you just want to educate somebody on something new in the industry or something that you're an expert on? When you're creating your content calendar, I want to harp on the importance of not just creating it for the sake of creating it. It's something that should be a living, breathing document. And so we always recommend you find a collaborative tool or an online-based tool that you can build your calendar in. There's plenty out there, like CoSchedule is an example. HubSpot has an example. um, Canva even now has a social media content calendar. We actually use Google Sheets or Google Docs quite frequently because it's so widely utilized across all organizations and it's easy to share and collaborate with. In fact, we actually have a calendar that I'll share here in the show notes um, that you can use as a template and it'll allow you to define what your schedule is or the topics that you want to talk about, the subpoints and who your audience is that you're hoping would uh, would would benefit from the content. So I'll share that. It's on our website. It's just a free download, no gauge or anything like that, just to you know, provide a little bit of extra value for you. So that's it. Content calendars. Um, really short and sweet um, today. Nothing too, uh, too meaty or too heady in this little Zangardi Bytes episode, but we just wanted to talk about the importance of a content calendar, why you should make one, and offer a free value uh, tool for you in our content calendar template that you can use and implement in your business today. As always, if you have any questions or anything that you want us to talk about on the next episode of Demand & Brand, shoot us a DM on um, LinkedIn. You can find me, Patrick Zangardi, on LinkedIn. You can find Vanessa at Vanessa Zangardi on LinkedIn. And of course, our company, Zangardi Studio, is also there. We're really active. We post between probably four to five times per week, per platform, or I mean per, uh, per, per profile. And we're also super active on Instagram at Zangardi Studio, as well as TikTok also on uh, the moniker Zangardi Studio. Um, that's it for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us as always, and we look forward to seeing you soon.